they're so frustrated. And then what right. happens is there's something wrong with me. I must be stupid. I'm a bad person. Why is it working for everyone else? But it's not working for me. Yeah. And it doesn't have anything to, in a way, it does have something to do with them. But, but they're not bad people. And it's not that they're not working hard enough. It's just that there's something in them that will not let them do what they need to do to make what they want to happen a reality. This is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast, brought to you by G4 Marketing. Interviews with today's top home improvement entrepreneurs about marketing, sales, money, mindset, and lifestyle. Now, here's your host, Brian Kaskavalsian. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. This is Brian Kaskavalsian with G4 Marketing Group. And today I have somebody special. Her name is Sydney Barrows, and I have known Sydney for many years. She helped me, well, continues to, a lot a few years back. She works one-on-one with me and Addie in helping us get through the shit that holds us back from getting where we want to go. Does that sound right? Yeah. Sydney? Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. After it's not getting through it, it's getting rid of it. Getting rid of it. Even better. Getting much better. <laughs> rid of it. Because as we all know, we have stuff that we may or may not be aware of that is keeping us from getting where we want to go. And Sydney today has devoted her life to helping people get rid of that junk that is holding them back. And so that's kind of, that's what we're going to talk about today. So I call it helping my clients have a better experience of their life, whether that means making more money so they can have a better experience of their life or any number of things, any, any goals that they have. And they, and for some reason, they just can't make them happen. It's because there's stuff in the way. And like you said, a lot of times, in fact, most of the time, they don't, they don't even know what it is. Right. So cool. And so we cannot start a conversation with Sydney without also talking about her past life. She is maybe the most famous or infamous person we've ever had on the podcast. Do you want to just give them a little bit about your about your past life? There's a lot to learn, by the way. But do you want to tell us a little bit about that portion of your past life? Sure. It's a long story how I got into it, but suffice it to say that I ended up answering the phones for an I was on unemployment. Of course, there was no money in it. And a girlfriend of mine, I walked into her apartment and there she was unpacking a brand new stereo. And I knew she didn't have any money because she was on unemployment too. And so I said, okay. And she wouldn't tell me how she got it. And I said, well, did it fall off the back of a truck or what? I mean, can I get one too? This is New York City after all. And uh, eventually she said, do you swear you won't tell anyone? And I said, I swear. And she said, I answer the phones for an escort service. And I said, oh, what's an escort service? Because I didn't have a clue. Anyway, long story short, she was working the phones at an escort service. Eventually she got me a job working the phones at an escort service. And then because this person had no idea how to run a business, 
we decided to go off on our own and we ran it like a real business. And so we were very, very successful. Of course, all good things come to an end. New York's finest, that's what we call our police department, uh, decided that uh, it would be a lot more fun to run after call girls than it was to run after all of the drug dealers that were, you know, because there was a big crack epidemic at the time. But you know, that was dangerous. I mean, much more fun to go running after pretty girls. And so they busted us and became this huge story. So because the, the legal fees, I mean, I, I did no time. I paid a $5,000 fine. And, uh, but I had to pay the attorneys over a quarter of a million dollars for, <laughs> for this. Yeah, no, they were, they, they were worth every penny. And so I ended up writing a book called Mayflower Madam. And yep, there you go. I love it. The I Secret Life of Sydney Biddle Barrows. Yeah. The Mayflower Madam. Anyway, it turns out that when we asked people, I, I wrote it with a guy named Bill Novak, because, you know, I can write, but, you know, he, he's a big, he did the Iacocca book and the Nancy Reagan book and the Magic Johnson book, blah, blah, blah. So we asked people, what is it you want to hear about? And we thought they wanted call girl stories. No, 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 no. They said, tell us how it worked. What they wanted to know was how the business was run, because nobody knew that. I mean, you could get call girl stories, but no one knew how the business was run. So it ended up being, in a way, a business book. And Fortune Magazine named it one of the 10 best business books of the year. All kinds of MBA programs and colleges, including Harvard, used it on the reading list for different classes that they were running. And it was just a huge hit. Well, and I, I, that's what I was looking for. For those of you that are watching the video, I knew I had the book. I just had to go, I had to go looking for it after I met. You get Sid a hard copy. It's a hard copy. Of course, it's a hard copy. Yeah. I got okay. a good one. The book is out of print, but you might still be able to get a, what'd you say? Previously enjoyed copy. Previously enjoyed copy like mine. Although I won't give it up because my books are my friends. And so they hang out with me, but it's a great book. You know, we, we talk about the, you know, you're the Mayflower Madam or you were the Mayflower Madam, but you wrote a business book. And what, and then when I first met Sydney, it was because of Dan Kennedy, because Dan and Sydney wrote a book. Again, I have to go back. It's, well, that one's. Well, actually, I wrote the book. You wrote, well, yeah. He, he wrote a couple chapters, but I wrote, it was the worst experience of my entire life. I remember sitting on the edge of my, end of my bed crying. It yeah. Was, it was so hard. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. So, you go. oh, that's right. It's with Dan Kennedy. Yes. So he contributed yeah. a little bit. But this is also, by the way, for anybody, look, all of our clients, it's all about process. It's all about, you know, customer experience. And a lot of what I've learned from about customer experience is a lot from people like Sydney. Because one of the things she did in a past life, another past life, was she worked with companies, right, to help them install, I think, particularly in the area of sales, right? Help them create processes around selling. Yeah, in a way, I mostly, to be honest with you, worked on the customer experience. Oh, the, the customer, customer experience. client patient experience, which does have a lot to do with sales. Because yeah. if you don't have, for instance, if you have, uh, I had a uh, one of I had a client that Dan actually got for me and he had a, he was a doctor and he had one of those Medi spas 
And some of the prices were just astronomical. But I went in there and he had, they had a terrible money room. I called it a money room. I think I, I made that up. I'm the one who made that up. But it's the room where you go in and they tell you about the money. And you can't be charging people thousands of dollars if your money room looks like shit. I mean, it just, it just doesn't work. Yeah. So, uh, so that was part of the experience that, um, you know, I, I go to people's offices or places of business and look around and make sure that the image that they're trying to project is reflected in not only what they do, but where they do it. That's really important. The surroundings are really, even the bathrooms are important. Yeah. Anyway, great book. I, I like this chapter 12. Are you an amateur or a pro? You know, unfortunately, a lot of people are amateurs and, and that's why they can't get the prices that they need to get in order to make the money they need to, to make or want to make, make a satisfaction, make them so happy they're eager to come back for more. I mean, this is just a fantastic. And just resource. so you know, um, as I was telling Brian before, I've got a brand new website, but I haven't gotten the sales page up yet for this book. So for this one? Yeah, for that one. Yeah. We haven't gotten to that yet. You don't want them to get it from Amazon? If they want to pay a few hundred dollars, they more than welcome to. That's how much it's going for. Look it up. It's unbelievable. Really? Yes. Worth every penny. I couldn't believe it. Worth every penny. No previously owned copies. Enjoyed copies. Or at least last time I looked, there weren't any previously enjoyed copies. Yeah. Cool. Available. So what's interesting, so that's probably what led you into this, because when you go do consulting work for people and you make recommendations especially when talking about money about uh, anything about anything but i and think they, they, and they and they think you're brilliant they think you walk on water everything you told them is better than any sliced bread they could even ever have dreamed of and what happens they do nothing they do nothing do you have that problem in your business too no I because think. i won't do consulting anymore because of it well, what do you do about your clients who participate in your programs and sort of don't do anything or do you figure that's their issue? Well, we have, yeah, we've learned over the years that we have to be very involved in that process and we have to make it very easy. So in our business, it's all done for you. So basically wow. all they need to do is give us access to their CRM. And we go in and we get the information that we need so that we can execute on what we need to do for them. Ah, okay. Yeah, I'm, uh, I had, a, I did consulting for about, I think it was about a year and a half or two years. And I was miserable because of that. Yeah. Yeah. They love it, but they never, because people hate change. And that's one of the toughest things. They don't like change, but if you go and you do it for them, Although they still have to change if all of a sudden the well, products are coming in and, yeah. you know, they aren't prepared for it. Yeah. And that's why, you know, with money and it's always interesting, like with consulting work and, and change and listening to stuff like this, like this podcast and saying, oh yeah, that's a great idea. I wish I could do that in my business or I want to go do that in the business. And then for whatever reason, it doesn't happen. And a lot of the times, it's not for any reason that you may consciously be exactly. aware of. Exactly. Exactly right. and, and I go back to money. So that was one of, that was the thing that you and I worked on. Yeah, remember what the first thing you said to me? I think I have an income ceiling. 
Now, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not going to tell your story. I'm not going to give out any numbers, but you can do it yourself. Is I just, no matter what I do, I can't make over X. And I know I can do it. And I know my business can do it. And yet it's just not happening. Right. And yeah. Well, and what happened was, and I tell this story now, is I wanted to make my, my target number was about almost four times where I was. And I knew there was things standing in the way and I was working on it myself. And then when I found out that about this, about what you do, then I started to work with you and all of a sudden, you know, things started to unlock. It took about with you, I think we tripled. Well, let's um, see, the, the first the first year you did a third more. We started in August of 2015. And I think that was we did a third more than you had before. But by 2016, you surpassed the four times as much as you've been making. I have yeah. I have I, I'm so proud of you, Brian, that I have it all written down here. Yeah. So and but it, me want to do business head. well i have a client who did <laughs> yeah builder prime is changing the game for home improvement contractors imagine having everything you need to help your business grow in one place crm estimating marketing automation with sms production management software and now call center dialer integration all wrapped into one easy to use package and it's never been easier to switch crms Hundreds of contractors trust Builder Prime to grow their businesses with powerful reporting tools to see which leads are making money, which sales reps are the top performers, and where to optimize for the greatest impact. We're talking about winning more jobs, boosting productivity, and delighting your customers. Are you ready to fuel your business growth even faster without all the daily frustrations of your current tech stack? You owe it to yourself, your team, and your business to learn why everyone is switching over to Builder Prime, the only true does-it-all CRM for home improvement contractors. Head over to builderprime.com and request a personalized demo with an expert today. And, but it was, a you know, but it takes work. It takes not only, like I was doing actual work here myself, on myself, consciously, but with you, what we were working on was the subconscious stuff. So let's first talk about, you know, what are some of the, I guess, what are some of the issues? What are some of the, the challenges that people have? What holds them back from making the kind of, let's just talk about money, you know, making sure, the kind of money that they want to make. That's a simple one. Let's just talk about, make this whole thing about money. Right. Well, the thing is, is of course, everybody is very personal. But a lot of it has to do with things they learned when they were when they were children. You know, people like us don't live in places like that. You know, other people have advantages that you don't. That's why, you know, they make all this money and you never will. So there's a, there's a lot of that going on. Also, you'd be shocked at how many people, women especially, have a real block about making more money than their father did. Because there's something inside that there's subconscious that says, you know, my father might, might be insulted or he might feel bad. You know, I, how, could I, how could I do that to him? You know, you've got some things like that. Then you've got things that someone might have said that you don't even remember they said. It might have been one thing. And it could have easily been misinterpreted. Like, oh, she'll never go anywhere. And that gets in their subconscious mind. 
and they don't even know it's there. So there are all kinds of things like that. A lot of people, you know, if, if I go and I make this much money, I, I won't know who I am anymore. My parents will think that, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting above myself. They, they might, when they see me spending all this money, taking all these chances, they'll be afraid for me. So all kinds of parent things. A lot of times. So it's, so sorry to interrupt you, but last week we were with my parents for a couple of days and my dad is 92. My mom is 78. And I had a lot of mommy daddy issues, a lot that you and I talked about and you helped me deal with. But even now, even today, I some of that stuff, I hear it. Like for them, a big one was, well, rich people, that's them. We're different. There's us and then there's them. And my mother even said something at some point about rich people. Rich people aren't, I don't know, whatever it was, something negative. And both me and Addie were like, no, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. What you're saying is not right. And but, but I grew up with that, right? And I was impressionable, as we all are when we're yeah. kids, right? And so you carry that stuff with you for the rest of your life until you decide to do something about it. Because you don't want to be the kind of person that you were always hearing they were bad people. Right. Or bad in your parents' eyes. Yeah. Right? That yeah. All, now all of a sudden, because, because you have money. Now, now you're them. Right. Now you're well, them. Then they now won't love me anymore. Exactly. You said that. To, by the way, you were the first person to say that to me because I've done therapy before. <laughs> but you're, she's a no no nonsense New Yorker, by the way. So when you ever talk to Sydney, if you ever get the chance and opportunity to work with Sydney and talk with Sydney, you will quickly see she is no nonsense New Yorker. You were the one that told me, that. well, they won't love you. know, You're afraid they won't love you anymore. I'm like, nobody's ever said that to me before. You, and have to, you have to remember, Brian, that I know we didn't want to, we weren't going to talk about exactly how this is done. Yeah. But let's just say that having done this for as long as I have, I get these intuitive hits and that was a hit and it just happened to be right. But I just want to make sure that people know that this is not therapy. When he says, we talked about this, it's more that I tell him things and then he'll say, oh yeah, I get, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, we don't actually talk about stuff. In fact, one of the main rules is, is you sit there, don't say anything. Right. <laughs> talk about do it for you. Right. We'll talk a little bit about the process because it's very interesting, but we got to talk a little bit more about, we, we got to talk about what gets in the way and what the results are. Then we can let them in a little bit on the process because, yeah. well, we'll save that for later. Well, I think something's happening today. When I first started out, it was, it was after the 2008 tech crash. And in fact, the person who turned you on to me, who you can say his name if you want to, but I'm not going to. We saw each other at a meeting, and I don't know what it was you were talking about. And he said, oh, you wouldn't believe what she's done for me. Well, what happens, and it's going to happen again because of what's just been going on, is when something happens and you lose your business, you lose all your money. I have one guy lost a, a, a custom-built 5,000-square-foot house built on the ocean in California. The guy who you talked to lost $7 million. It just goes to show you, you should not put all the rights in one basket, but I'm not... Right. I'm a finance person. But anyway, so when bad things happen to people, 
And it doesn't even have to be losing the money. The first thing you say to yourself is, oh my God, I never want that to happen again. You know, I just, well, what happens is your subconscious mind hears that and it realizes and it knows how upset you are. And so it says, not to worry, I got you covered. This will never happen again because I'm not going to let you make any money so that right. you lose it. And so I'm just waiting for people to start, uh, you know, now that after all of this, you know, stuff that's been going on for the last couple of years, I'm just, those people are going to start walking in the door. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. So that guy, just as a, you know, I thought this guy was, this guy had it all figured out. I'm like, I saw him and we were talking a little bit. And this is a guy I always knew. Oh, this guy, he always had it figured out. And then he tells me, yeah. I went bankrupt, but I lost $7 million and I, I, I lost like a million something. Right. So I'm like, Oh crap. Really? I mean, wow. Mine hurt a lot, but yours must've hurt. Like that's real money. And then he said, and then that's when he pointed at you and he said, yeah, but she helped me. You got to go do what she to do. What, however he said it. Yeah. And then we were on the phone like a couple of days later. Yeah, when I got him, he said, I've just lost my, in fact, Dan referred him to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a yeah. Dan And guy. he said, yeah. I've just lost my mojo. He's, I just, I, and that, you know, that's, that's what it was all about. He the shock was so horrible that, you know, oh my God, I don't want that ever to happen again. And so yeah. his, you know, the mojo got buried by his subconscious mind. Yeah. So there are certain things that are in us that we don't know about. Do you want to talk a little bit about what some of those things are, the unseen? Because, you know, we talk a lot about, I talk about the subconscious mind a lot and the power of the subconscious mind and how to reprogram it. But there's a lot of stuff that's, you know, in the cobwebs. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? You can't reprogram it if you've got a really serious block. A lot lot of it is deserving blocks for whatever reason. And it could be a zillion one reasons people don't, their subconscious minds don't believe they deserve it. And so if you don't deserve it, then it won't let you go out of your way to make it happen. Some other ones are not being allowed to. And that can be from any number of things. I, I've got had some people from, from uh, former uh, Soviet bloc. And of course, anybody who made money was like, look down. I mean, that, that was the worst thing you could do was make more money than everybody else. So all of a sudden, you know, the wall falls and they, they come over here and they just can't get over the fact that you're not supposed to make more money than anybody else. So there's that. Not allowed to, there might, there, there's some, what is it called when people have cultural, there are cultural things yeah. that, that, that can get in people's way. Like I said, things that you've heard people say about you, you, yeah. you might've heard someone say, oh God. He's just so stupid, you know. There's just no way he's going to make it, and they just remember these things that their subconscious mind does. And then there, of course, I had a client who uh, her mother died, and she just couldn't get her act back together. It turned out that her subconscious mind was saying, "Well, how how can you like be successful and have a great, happy life and everything when your mother's dead?" She was totally not in touch with that at all. But once we got over the guilt, we got rid of the guilt thing, you know, that we were able to make that happen. And then there are also things about people want something, but their subconscious mind maybe isn't ready or it's not willing to do what you need to do or it doesn't want it badly enough. Like your conscious mind wants it really badly, 
but there's something in your subconscious mind that doesn't. And as you know, sometimes it doesn't even, you don't even need to know what it is. Yeah. You just have to get rid of it. Yeah. Well, and I see it a lot in, you know, with clients and we talk a lot here in the podcast, we talk a lot about money, making more because contractors, there are too many, I, I say it all the time, there are too many working too hard for too little. And what I see happen a lot, especially I've been doing this now with contractors, you know, for 12 years is that their top line grows, but their bottom line doesn't. And they just think that, and I did this too. It's like, well, if I just get the top line bigger and bigger, eventually there's going to be money at the bottom. And I think what a lot of them don't understand is not only is it, you know, we're doing a workshop next month. This might air after that, but basically on the fundamentals of profitability. But I told the guy that is doing that portion of it, I brought somebody to do that portion. I told him if we don't do the mindset stuff with it, we could give people the fundamentals, you know, every single, you know, everything they need. But if we don't get their heads right, and if we don't try and break through those, some of those subconscious blocks, none of that stuff is going to mean anything. And I see that over and over and over. And they're so frustrated. And then what right. happens is there's something wrong with me. I must be stupid. I'm a bad person. Why is it working for everyone else? But it's not working for me. Yeah. And it doesn't have anything to in a way, it does have something to do with them, but, but they're not bad people. And it's not that they're not working hard enough. It's just that there's something in them that will not let them do what they need to do to make what they want to happen a reality. Yeah. And, you know, the other, the other side of that, by the way, that I also see is that people just, they just say, well, next year, you know, this year was, we did this. But next year, that's when it's really going to start. I have a, there's a, somebody in my private mastermind group, and this is a conversation he's been having for years and years. And since joining our mastermind group, I won't let it go with him. I'm on him all Why the time Why don't you give him it. my number, Brian? You know I know, I, I'm going to. But it's like, he just keeps saying, well, but next year we're going to do this. And next year, yeah, but you've been saying that for six years and you're still not making any money. So it comes off, it could come off as, well, you know, why me? How come I can't do it? But it also could be like, well, look at me, how much I'm doing. Eventually that's going to work itself out. You know, this false confidence. Yeah. And, and, and he's probably saying, why are all these other people do, you know, in this group and they're doing better than I am? And it makes them feel bad about themselves. And then right. well, that's, and that's another thing. Right. So I'm looking at the clock here. So we could talk a little bit about the process. By the way, if you're interested in talking with Sydney and learning more, you can go, we'll put it in the show notes, but it's sydneybarrows.com, S-Y-D-N-E-Y-B-A-R-R-O-W-S.com, sydneybarrows.com. And there's, there's a contact thing on there. The opt-in is being worked on, but you can just email me at sydney at sydneybarrows.com. You don't have to yeah. go to the website. And so basically you buy a group of sessions, a package of sessions. You just raise your prices or you raised your prices recently because we just bought another package and no, 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 good for you. Too. I haven't, no? I haven't raised them since I think 2017. No way. Really? Oh, I thought yeah. that anyway, whatever, but it's worth every penny. You're going to, it's, it's a little and it's bit tax of, deductible. It's tax deductible. A little it's bit tax of an deductible. investment. 
And on your Schedule C, it goes under professional services. Yeah. But aside and from that. And there's a 100% money back guarantee. Right. After four sessions, you don't see a difference. I will give you all your money back. No questions asked. And all these years, not one single solitary person has ever asked. Yeah. And we, you know, we, Addie just sent you some more money. But let's talk a little bit about the process. So okay. basically, the hardest part about working with Sydney is that she does all the work. <laughs> but you have to be alive for it. You have to be awake. So I'll tell you this much from my experience. So you call Sydney on the phone. She talks to you a little bit, asks you some questions, learns a little bit about what's going on. And then she goes to work and you're just quiet. You have to, you have to acknowledge some stuff. So you have to be awake. It could take an hour to two hours per session, right? And your business stays your business. What does that mean? What does that well, mean? I mean, it's, it's, it's not like therapy where you go slogging through the mud and the muck as if it weren't that bad. Oh, right, right. Yeah, you don't have yeah, to explain all that stuff. You don't have to explain anything. Yeah. Although every once in a while, I'll ask a question and you, you can say yes or no. Right. I need to say yes or no. And what did you tell me the first time you described, I don't know if you still do it, do this, but what was the thing you told the first time when you told me, oh, yeah, I do this? It's, what did you say to me? Oh, the 21st century version of snake oil? Yeah, that it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's gonna sound crazy. You said something like that. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, it's gonna sound crazy, but it works. It works. Yeah. And I think, you know, and I, I, I think in all seriousness, you know, I did a lot of work, like work, work every single day on myself, reprogramming. But I also needed this other piece too, because I could work on what I saw. What I couldn't work on was what I couldn't see, the unseen. And that's where Sydney comes in. And so- and Ryan, you're very unusual because, and I'm not as because, I mean, you are very, very driven, but most people don't do the work on themselves. Yeah, you, I think you have to do both. Result. Yeah, I don't know. I think you have to do both. You but look, you. yeah, I'll do me. And this is, and by the way, for those of you that are listening, the big message here is that there are, there are unseen things that, that are holding you back from getting where you want to go. And just acknowledging that I think is, is good. If you want some help, you could reach out to, to Sydney and she will, she'll definitely you know, be able to help you if you're open to it. So I would imagine that people that just don't believe you don't give you money, but well, I would 100% money back guaranteed. I well, but that doesn't necessarily, you know what? <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't, necess- that doesn't necessarily mean that somebody won't be uncomfortable with, Oh yeah, that's true with it. They think to themselves, that's just not who I am. Right. I mean, I've had people who have groups like yours, they're coaches, and I've given them free sessions just because I want them to recommend me to their members. And it works. And they say that it works, but they say, you know, I'm just not the kind of person who does this. Yeah. So people yeah. have that going on. Yeah. So you have to be, you have to be very open-minded, but then again, all personal development, all personal growth is being open-minded you have to be 
because a lot of this stuff does sound a little bit out there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So very cool, Sydney. Thank you so much for for being here. I hope that this is a different episode for us, but hopefully it goes right in line, though, with what we talk about here all the time. And I write about it in, in the Seven Secrets book. You know, secret number six is all about taking control of your mind, because that's where it really I mean, that's where it's all starts and ends. You don't have control of your mind your thoughts you think, the actions that you take, the beliefs that you hold true, it's going to be very difficult to, you know, create the business and create the life that you want. And one of the things I'd like to offer your your listeners is the way that you can find, of course, there's two ways to to find out what's in your subconscious mind. First of all, you look around and you look at things you don't like and you say, and you realize that there are things going on that I don't like that I'm not doing anything about because there's something going on. However, if you want to know exactly what it is, you can do something called muscle testing, which is how I work with clients. And I would be more than happy to give your listeners, your people, a copy of how to do this so that they can specifically ask about things. Yeah. And that whole muscle test thing is very interesting. I have a I have a book on it here somewhere. Yeah, it's very interesting. It? I've done some of it. Yeah, did we? No, we didn't do that together. No, because I, I just dove right in. I didn't need. I I didn't need all that. I just was like, all right, Sydney, go do do your thing. <laughs> all right, so everybody, we'll put it in the show notes, but it's sydneybarrows.com. S Y D N E Y. Barrows, B-A-R-R-O-W-S. And, you know, this is also, this is a great book, Uncensored Sales Strategies. I guess both of these books are, you can get them previously enjoyed, previously enjoyed. But, uh, you know, the thing I like, I really like about you, as opposed to other types of people that do this kind of work, the kind of work that you do, is you don't, and I, and I don't want to insult anybody, but you don't live in la la land. A lot of the people that do the kind of work that, you know, this personal development and coaching and life coaching and all that, they don't, they don't have real life experience. They they're learning it from a book or something. You're like the real deal. And you I've owned, I've had several businesses. When I work with people, you know, to have their own businesses, yeah. I know what's going on. I can yeah. And you pull no punches. I do it nicely, don't I? You do it nicely, but you're still, you know, you pull no punch. And you know what? Entrepreneurs appreciate that. They appreciate you're paying me good money. Don't you deserve to have the truth? That's right. I (laughs) that's that's what I think. All right, everybody. So thank you, Sydney. Appreciate you. And uh, to everybody listening, different episode, but I hope was was valuable. Until next time, this is Brian Kaskavalsian with G4 Marketing, and this is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. Let me ask you, did it help you look at your business in a different way? Did it spark an idea or ideas that you hadn't thought of before? Do you have a list of action items that you can take and implement into your business or your life today? I really hope so. If it did, I'd like to ask you a favor. Would you leave a five-star review of the podcast? 
By doing so, you'll help other contractors find the podcast more easily so that we can help them achieve more success, wealth, and freedom. And before you go, make sure you subscribe to the Wealthy Contractor Podcast so you get access to the latest episodes as soon as they're available. We're always striving to provide you with great content so you don't want to miss what's coming up. In fact, if you haven't already, make sure you go to thewealthycontractor.com and get your free copy of my latest book, The Seven Secrets to Becoming a Wealthy Contractor. Just pay shipping and handling and I'll take care of the cost of the book. So until next time, this is Brian Cascadalsia. 